You are listening to Redefining Rural, a podcast dedicated to celebrating, elevating, and changing the way we think about rural education in the state of Colorado and beyond. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to follow us on your favorite social media platform. In today's episode, sponsored by Generation Schools Network, we travel to the Salida School District and hear from teacher Mr. Lamond and students as they discuss their three-part Long Walk to Water project. So, Michael, we're really excited to hear about the project that you guys did with Salida Middle School and your sixth graders. Tell us all about it. So, our students read A Long Walk to Water, which is a dual narrative about a young boy and a young girl living in Sudan. And the young girl in the story has to walk four to eight hours a day, so four hours twice a day in order to get water for her family. And it's not even fresh water to begin with. The young boy in the villa in the story has to walk uh, almost 2,000 miles to flee a civil war. He's 11 years old. And he's told to, to run. And he ends up coming to meet this young girl in the story 25 years later. And he is putting a well in her village so that she and her family no longer have to walk hours a day to get fresh water. And we as a group, we read the book, we discussed, and we started talking about how can we make an impact on, on, on our world? How can we make change? And the students kind of gravitated towards the idea of we can raise money and help this organization, Water for South Sudan, which was started by the main character in the book, Salvadut, and we can get a well put in one of the villages in South Sudan. And it kind of went from there. I've done this project before, but I had never done the fundraising aspect of it before. And they took it upon themselves to say, we want to do this. We want to make this change for people that we don't know, but we want to give them something because we can. So we did fundraising, we did Penny War, and the culminating project was a water walk. And they were, got pledges for walking with a five-gallon jug of water, which weighs about 41 pounds full, five-gallon jug of water up and down Tenderfoot Mountain, which is about two and a half miles and about 550 feet of climb and then descent. And you know, I had the jug filled in the room for a couple of weeks before and they would come up and lift it and practice carrying it. I had one student carry around two 10 pound weights to get used to, you know, carrying weight. And the morning of the idea of we can do this because we only have to do this once. And the idea of empathy of we know we've read about people who do this twice a day, every day. There's a stat on the website that says women walk eight billion hours a year just to get water. And that number is staggering. And we can't even comprehend what that number looks like and sounds like. So trying to get our kids to have a little bit of appreciation for what we have and where we are. And again, they embraced it. They, some of them literally took the jugs. They figured out the teamwork aspect of it. Some got sticks to carry. Some put them on each other's shoulders and held them from behind. Some carried for 10 feet and then passed off for 10 feet. But it was so cool from my perspective to watch how they took it as the challenge to solve the problem and not complain. It wasn't about this is going to be too hard or I don't want to do this. It was, let's do this. Let's figure out how to get up and down. And by the end, we had people who were coming in and they would put the water jugs down and then they would go back up the mountain and help other people carry it down. We had people at the end cheering as you can watch them walk down the mountain. They were cheering them from afar, trying to encourage them. And the reflection piece of, you know, what have you, what have you gained from this? And they've gained this, this sense of 
one, an appreciation for what we have and where we are. And two, that the world is much bigger than where we are and how we're, we're learning about a worldview. We're trying to create global citizens. And in order to create global citizens, these kids need to understand the idea of a world and how things are different wherever, wherever you look. And we talk about how lucky we were to be here versus being born somewhere else and having to do what others do. And, you know, they recognize how it's not about, you know, Naya in the story didn't complain. She did it because she had to do it. She did it because if she didn't, her family would suffer. And how we tend to focus on things that aren't really that important. And we complain about things that aren't really that big of a deal. And them as sixth graders being able to see beyond themselves, that's kind of one of the, again, big takeaways I wanted them to have is you have a responsibility to the planet. We did a Socratic seminar and that was the guiding question. Do you have a responsibility to the planet? The answer is yes. You know, it doesn't matter one person or I'm just someone in Salida, how can I impact someone around the world? You can, if you figure out how. And I think this showed them that they can. In the next year, Salida Middle School is gonna have a stamp in a well in South Sudan. And that's this sixth grade group's legacy. They're gonna have something that they can tell their kids about when they're older saying, when I was 11 years old, I was able to do this for someone around the world, across the globe. And I think that's beyond just reading a great book, they were able to take some strong lessons um, way beyond sixth grade, way beyond school, well into their lives. Absolutely. It definitely, definitely showed, uh, Michael, about how your your team's work with kids. Um, when the next segment, we get the chance to actually talk to your kids about what they what they learned. And so uh, it definitely, I think that your lessons and objectives will come across in what the kids learn from it. So thank you so much for all your hard work that you're doing with students in Salida and what a wonderful activity and experience for your students, especially during COVID and, and the difficult times that all kids have faced. In, in education. So I very much applaud you and thank you for your hard work uh, with your students. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, we're so excited to be able to talk to Salida middle schoolers about their Long Walk for Water project. So we're going to go ahead and have them introduce and talk about their projects. So Teo, why don't you kick us off? Hi, my name is Teo Adams. I'm 12 years old and I play sports. Uh, my name is Hazel Brown. I'm 12 years old and I like to dirt bike. My name is Caitlin. I'm 12 years old and I like to mountain bike. My name's Chase. I'm 11 years old and I like to play basketball. My name's June. I'm 12 years old and I love soccer. My name's Reagan. I'm 11 years old and I like volleyball. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. So tell us a little bit about your Long Walk for Water project and what you guys did. I can start off about telling you about the reading. So the book we read was Long Walk to Water. It has two different parts, one fictional and one nonfiction. And um, the real character is Salva. He started off, 11, he was 11 years old and there was a war um, coming to his, his village. And he, with a bunch of other boys, had to leave their village and walk from to Ethiopia, from South Sudan to Ethiopia, then to Kenya. And then eventually he was brought to the United States. And um, then he figured out his dad, who he thought was lost, was now sick. And he wanted to return back to his village by putting wells in a bunch of villages in South Sudan. And the other character who is not real, her name is Naya. She is 11 years old and she wakes up early in the morning to go get water from a, um, a pond 
that is very dirty and she comes back and then she goes again and she spends most of her life just walking to get dirty water. But then at the end of the book, um, she gets a, a well put into her village. I can tell about the water walk. So basically it was based off trying to get put us in the position that Naya was feeling every day. So we started at the bottom of S Mountain and we had these plastic cups and we had to scoop out of the river and fill our five gallon jug. And then you had one partner, which made it a lot easier for us. And like, you weren't allowed to use anything that wasn't already there around in the environment. So like most kids are using sticks to balance it out. But as you're walking, like you were like thinking of Naya and that she had to do this every day without any help. And she had to do it twice a day. And like, as you're walking and getting super tired, there's like a way to push you through it to the top. Um, I can tell about the um, penny war, which is where we had this, like each classroom had a jar that we would like put money in. And if you like a penny, if you put a penny in, that'd be one good point. And um, whoever had the most bad points was it? It was yeah. like pennies and ni- not pennies, yeah. nickels, pennies. dimes. Yeah, if you like had like the least bad points, which would be like pennies, um, quarters, and like dollar bills and twenties and stuff, then you would be like you would have um, to be like taped to a wall or something or pie in the face. And Mr. Lamond, he had the least the most bad points, and he got taped to the wall and pied in the face. Um. And yeah, that was mostly about that. Yeah. So was it every class in the school participated? It was no, just the sixth grade. grade. Sixth grade. So how many classes are in your sixth grade? Four. 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 Wow, that's a big school. What? So how much did you? How much money did you end up raising? Uh, about eight thousand dollars. Not from the penny. Wars. But not from the penny wars. Not we also from the penny. Just had, in total, we had yeah. like eight thousand dollars. Yeah, we also had a website that family members and friends could donate to you and see how much money you could raise. And then it, I guess we got like $8,000 of with just donations and penny wars. Holy Great. cow. So what did y'all do with the money? Uh, we donated it to a website called Water for South, South Sudan, Sudan, which that would put a well in South Sudan. So people wouldn't have to walk eight hours a day to get dirty water. The cool thing wow. Way to make an impact. Sorry, Kirk, go ahead. No, th- no, that was great. Thank you. Can you guys, what was the website again so that people know? Water, Water for, for South Sudan. Sudan. Water for South Sudan. Very cool. Thank you. So um, talk to us about what was your favorite part of this three-part project? Caitlin, you want to start? Um, sure. So my favorite part was the water walk because, like, it was just reading the book and doing the fundraisers, like, normal things that most schools do and when we did the water walk it just took it one step farther and I really enjoyed doing it because like we could see what those kids were having to do so Um, my favorite part was being able to see what goes on around the world instead of just in Salina Colorado or just Colorado in general and we got to see how a lot of people like how we could have made a huge impact on thousands of people and um, many villages around. Yeah, my favorite part was also the water walk because it really put you in the position where you could like feel what the people like Naya were feeling walking every day for water. 
Um, my favorite part would probably be seeing how much money we got in general. Like I wasn't, our goal we had set intentionally was $3,000, which gets a well fixed that was broken. And I like just seeing how people got their family to donate. Like some people sent emails or letters and stuff. And I thought it was really cool to see how we got $8,000. My favorite part was probably the water walk because we just got, we got to have a partner and it was just fun to like figure everything out and get to the bottom and go down to the top. (laughs) Get to the top and go to the bottom. Um, My favorite part was also the water walk because usually when in school we learn about something, we have to do like a boring essay after it and like answer a bunch of questions. But it's actually got the kids outside and like doing an activity that will mm-hmm. help them understand what they're going through more without having to read a long yeah. paragraph and answer a bunch of questions. But it's like also a lot different because you have a partner, but then they're doing it. But we have a partner, but they just go there and get water and walk back. But we are going there and back, which makes it feel more realistic because you have a partner so it becomes easier which i thought was really fun awesome well thank so uh the other question i have is that when you guys look at this whole experience and sounds like it was a, a lots of cool stuff was going on what would you say was the thing that you learned the most by doing an act uh, a project that had three parts like this um okay um the thing that i learned was to be like grateful because like people we could just go turn on the faucet and like get some water or go to the fridge or something and they have to walk a ton just to get like nasty water and stuff so that's mostly what i learned um what i learned was sort of like tales like i learned to be a lot more appreciative of the things i have but at the same time don't feel guilty because when you feel guilty it like it's not what the book wants you to feel it just wants you to appreciate everything that you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I learned the same things from the others. Like, um, not everything in the world's the same. Like, in the United States here, we're pretty lucky to have what we have. And like, in South Sudan, they, like, they don't have sanitation, really, and they have to walk days to just get to, like, a hospital. Yeah, like uh, Taya was saying, like, I learned not to take everything for granted because, like, I could go and get a cup of water right now out of the water fountain, but then that's only a couple feet away. But they have to go and walk every single day mm-hmm. to get water that isn't even good for them. Yeah, I learned that, like, how lucky we are that we can just live in this little safe bubble where we can get water wherever we want mm-hmm. and like whenever. And I feel really uh, fortunate for that. Mm-hmm. I like what Hazel said, about like, don't be guilty. Like when Mr. Mon would ask us questions, like, did they have a good childhood? And yes, there they had a good childhood. But when you compare yourself to them, it makes you want to feel guilty because we can have a soccer ball. We can have a dirt bike. But they had a good childhood. They could play games. They could get all these things. So if you compare yourself, it makes you feel worse. You guys are amazing. The kind of perspective that you have in sixth grade, I have an eighth grader and I'm going to make sure that he listens to this. Um, and not only your perspective about how, um, and, and your gratitude, but then you turned that around and really brought resources to like $8,000 is going to go a long way, a really long way for these folks. So 
you've also learned how to turn your gratitude into a meaningful way to give back to others who may have less than you. I'm getting the chills as I think about it. And I really, I'm sure your parents are super proud of you, but I hope you guys are super proud of yourselves because it's exceptional on almost every, really every level. We're super excited to help tell your story and help other teachers see how impactful uh, classes like this, rather than the boring essays, um, to quote Eva, I think it was, uh, we hope to sort of, that you all will help change the game for teachers around the state. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for letting us know uh, about your project in the heart, as, as Michelle said, your hard work on the project and uh, their, your perspective from that. So we really do appreciate it. And thank you guys so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take care, guys. Thank you too. Thank you too.